Hi, I am Sophie Vaux, and this is the Rise and Play podcast. In the show, I sit down with influential thought leaders of the gaming industry to deconstruct how they create the best team and company cultures in order to create the best games. Every episode brings actionable insight to improve your leadership, self-awareness, and emotional management skills. Because becoming a better leader starts with becoming a better human. So, are you ready to unlock your full potential in life and business? Let's begin. For the occasion of International Women's Day, I want to celebrate with you all the virtue of courage. The courage to be yourselves. The courage to change our lives when something is not right. The courage to listen to ourselves and to respect our needs first. A month ago, I did something I was really afraid to do. Tell a personal story on stage. The story you are about to hear is a performance I gave on stage at The Bear, a Berlin storytelling event with up to 100 people in the audience. You get up on stage, no notes, and tell a story that is related to a theme. And on this evening, it was about work. The more vulnerable you are, the more powerful the story ends up becoming. I really wanted to do it because I felt I had something to tell. I was afraid because I thought I was not capable of doing it. I thought I would panic on stage and just fail. But what I usually do when I face a fearful situation, I just dive into it. Because I know I will grow from this, I will learn, even if it is scary. I hope you will enjoy this special story that will inspire you to do something daring and fun today too, for yourself. Happy International Women's Day! So I really hated my first job because I didn't choose to do it. I'm stuck in the middle of a small Vietnamese family kitchen in a small town of uh, Brittany in France between my mom frying like veggies on multiple pans and on the other side, my dad shouting table numbers at my mom. It feels really stressful to be there because I'm just a teenager. I'm 15 years old and all I want and dream of is not work, hang out by the beach with friends, fall in love. But I can't because I'm the eldest of a family. I have big responsibilities. My parents escaped the Vietnam War to build a better life in France. And so they put everything in this restaurant to give us a better future for us, the children. And I felt responsible for it too. But I couldn't endure working another year with my parents. It was really stressful. So I negotiated with my dad to work somewhere else at uh, his uh, friend's place uh, at Alain. And so I remember I felt really excited to work somewhere else just because it was a new place with new people and just because I could feel a bit of freedom for once. And so that day when I visited the place, there was something I felt particularly excited about. It was meeting Emmerich, the cook. So I remember I examined every, every little part of his body 
So really teenage dream, like big muscle popping out of his chef shirt. <laughs> Full lips, blue eyes. He was also older. He was gorgeous. And so I was excited to get uh, my second job uh, there in the restaurant place. Uh, but actually, it was really, really tough because I was wor working under another tyrant, uh, an Italian chef, very demanding. Um, but my highlight every day was after the shift, hanging out with Emric. And as things develop, uh, we get to know each other and uh, we fell in love. And it was indeed my very first love. And it meant a lot to me because it was not just about love, it was about freedom. I was in my little bubble with my own rules, doing all I wanted. And so the summer continued, I was working there and uh, going home after the work on my scooter, uh, passing through the garage door. And that night, there was something unusual. The light was on and my dad was standing there at the door, arms crossed, red face, upset. I felt really anxious when I saw him waiting for me. And so he started, I know. I know you've been seeing that guy, that low-level pizzaiolo. What do you think? You have no future together. This has to stop. And so I tried to defend myself and argue, like, it's nothing. It's, it's, like, it's not even true. But he shouted even louder and told me, you don't talk. He is a paper towel, and you are a refined cotton serviette. You are not part of this world together. <laughs> So I tried to argue still, and uh, I said, as long as you live here, you work under my rules. The day you leave, you do whatever you want. So I didn't even bother to try. I surrendered that day. I gave up, and I felt like a piece of me was really lost. The little piece of freedom I had was taken away. But I promised to myself, the day I leave this house, I'll do whatever I want. I live the life I want. And so the summer continued and I decided to still see Emmerich in his back. Um, but it was back to also reality. After the summer, I had to go back to school. And it was my last year before graduation uh, from high school where I had to think about my future. And something clicked where I, I was aspiring for a better life, a bigger life out of a small town, like international career, businesswoman, but I was a little uh, conflicted. Who was talking there? Was it me or my dad? But I didn't think of it further. And um, I made a decision actually where I met that day Rick at the McDonald's, our favorite uh, date's place. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I delivered the news in a cold, unemotional way. It's over. You're not part of my future. We need to move on. Bye. So I still think ab again about that, even with a lot of uh, regret, shame, guilt. Um, but fast forward 20 years after, I had indeed a great um, career. I focused on work. Uh, I worked internationally. I had all the things I thought I wanted. But my love life was a mess. And I actually blamed a lot my dad for this. Because that conversation that night still haunted me in my adult love life. 
And I was so upset at him, so upset for having brainwashed me to the point that I still didn't feel free today, although I, I could do whatever I want. And so I felt also upset at myself to feel so powerless. And then eventually, and thanks to many rounds of therapy, <laughs> I looked back at those key events of my life with a new story. I saw a little girl, teenager, who just wanted to live a teenage life, not taking adult responsibility. And she was right to want this. I saw a dad who gave all the love he could to give a better life and education for his kids because that was taken away from him during the war. But above all, I saw a bright woman who was independent, strong, and who had the choice. She had the choice to welcome both love and work in her life. And she had that power all along. And when she understood that, then she felt free again. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have a pin for you. Oh, you wonderful. wonderful. Thank you so much. listening to this latest episode of the Rise and Play podcast. I am trying to grow a community of conscious leaders across the industry and beyond. So if you want to join this movement, please share the podcast with other conscious leaders because we have so much more we can learn from each other. Also, please don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss out on future content. Every episode is packed with actionable insights that will help you improve your leadership skills now. And if you are interested in learning more on the topics that we discussed today, you can find more insights on riseandplay.io and there you will also find my free masterclass on conscious leadership. So have a great week and until the next time, 